Like, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, fuckers. I'm kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, we all are. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another wonderful Wednesday night. We are sitting here in the podcast studio. Dan was caught off guard because he was fucking with his phone. Put Go your fucking and- headphones on. Go ahead and send us an email. Time for another podcast at gmail.com. Look us up on our website. Time for another.com. Got it right that time, fuckers. Eat a dick. Oh, I got you, Daniel. Yeah, you got me. (laughs) You got me. What the hell? I was asleep at the switch. It happens every once so often. Whoa. Well, it's because God hates you, Zach. (laughs) Oh, see? Go ahead and do the introduction. That's fine. No, there you go. There we go. There we go. I just had to make sure everything was on. I'm not sure who who the fairy is that comes down here and flicks all the switches off. Dude, I didn't even mess with any of this shit. It's it's a switch fairy. That's right. Fucking fairies. Uh... (laughs) Switch fairies, that is. I don't care if you're... Yeah, it's not a sexual comment. It's just... uh, The switch fairies. Yeah, the switch fairies. That probably... (laughs) Now, why didn't that turn it off? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. (laughs) If I I hit this switch and turn... It doesn't. Damn it. But that'd be something else if it did. (laughs) Fucking ghosts, right? Uh, So I, I am your vice president and host of these proceedings, Big J... Probably the coolest guy in the room. To my right, we have the man, the myth, the legend. The heir to the throne, if you will. I thought you were talking about Dan for a second. Our I'm like... president. <laughs> no, I'm on the left. Lord Brent. That would be your other right. I know. That's me. I'm His here. other right. Come on, bro. I'm to my here. left, the man who I scorned earlier. The man with... He's so serious, he's not even wearing his glasses right now. I'm just lucky I'm not his kid because I'd probably get my ears boxed. Daniel, our Minister of Culture. Well, if you were my kid, I'd talk shit to you just <laughs> just at a, at a long rate. You'd be you'd be sad. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> and across the table from me, the little guy, the one that makes it makes it happen. He's a mover. He's a shaker. He's a belly aker. <laughs> He's a lady earthquaker. <laughs> and, and a short bus rider. And a short bus rider. Arc Ambassador Zachary. I'd just like to let you guys know I must have seen The Exorcist about a thousand times, and it just keeps getting better every single time. I want you to walk into your house and say that to your wife tonight, because it's not going to end well. Oh, I say it to her all the time. Dude. Trust me, I know. Dude. I know, I know. She she walked in Pops' office last night and fucking saw that little toy and lost her fucking mind. Well, I think she lost it more because of the, like, interaction of your dad trying to get the stupid doll to work. And he's all, they can't get the goddamn Beetlejuice to work. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been a weird week. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For reasons. But one that kind of stands out to everybody. And uh, it's not my place, so Brent, do the honors. Is it really honors, though? It's... <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to let everybody know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, with a heavy heart that I lost my father on Sunday. <laughs> Sorry. It, it breaks me. It breaks oh, me. Oh, come on, man. I don't know. <laughs> Rude. Wrong button. Wrong no, button. It's it's the shits, <laughs> like... I don't think I've ever met anybody like like your dad mm-hmm. and Curbibulous Prime. I we've talked about him on here about oh. his missing finger and and his missing toe. I, I heard a joke that made me think of your dad, and this guy was talking to uh, his boss, and he was 
saying how he knows everybody. He's like, I know everybody. And he's like, no, you don't, Kirk. You don't know everybody. He's like, I know everybody. Trust me. Like, no shit. I know everybody. He's like, well, do you know Tom Cruise? He's like, oh, hell yeah, man. Get, let's go. So they fly out to California. They get out. And Tom Cruise is standing there. And he goes, oh, my God, Kirk, come inside. Let's have a beer. They're sitting there talking. And he's like, well, damn, dude. I, I guess you do know a lot of people. But that could have just been a fluke. Like, it could have just been a weird thing. He's like, no, man. I, I know everybody. He's like, well, do you know Joe Biden? He's like, oh, yeah, I know Joe Biden. So they fly out to D.C. and they're standing by the White House and they're walking around. And pretty soon, old Dead-Eye Joe looks over there and he sees Kirk. And he's like, oh, okay, Kirk, come in here. Let's, let's have a beer and catch up. He's like, well, son of a bitch, this guy knows everybody. He's like, I, I, I bet you don't know the Pope. So they're standing there in the chapel over there at the Vatican City. and Just packed wall to wall. Can't find a way to get the pope's attention so kirk's like dang it just a second he goes i i know all these guards i'm going to talk to the guards and see if i can get up there on the balcony so works his way around and pretty soon <clears throat> here comes kirk and the pope standing up there and the guy standing next to his boss goes holy shit who's that next to kirk <laughs> because that's the kind of guy your dad was number it's one true. he likes a shitty joke and that's a shitty joke you nailed it you, you got and the shit part <laughs> number two he knows everybody like i've never met somebody like your dad who's like so this guy larry he's bob's cousin twice removed he was married to louise's sister who owns the diner down on eighth now the diner down on eighth used to be owned by and you're just like why bro we, you can't tell me your son's birthday. Yeah, I know. He actually texted me two days after my birthday this year and was just like, hey, man, sorry, birthday. Two days ago. Thanks, Dad. Dude, we, we went in, and I think it's just the way that he like the way he lived his life, too, was because he was, he was that guy who was like, he was born here, local, loved the history of this fucking town. Oh, yeah. And he, we walked in to go to his meeting on Monday because he wasn't going to be there, so... The only time I can deal with drinking, where am I dead? But we go in to go let all of his friends know. And we're yeah. just like, hey, just so you guys know. And they're like, yeah, we heard. They're like, look, look, let us buy you a drink. And I was like, give me what he usually had. <laughs> Bad idea. It was. Straight oh, vodka. My God. It was a fucking oh, tall. Just a glass of water. That's all. Dude. Oh, God. It, with, it, it was like all vodka with like a splash of tonic water and then a little tiny splash of fucking cranberry juice. I was like, oh. It is. It's all vodka. It's, it's, it's making a little bit of sense now, but it's so fuck. Yeah, I was heavy. like, no wonder he only drank three of these, man. God so damn! Just one full bottle. Would I be out of line to propose a toast? Not at all. If I can get my eye to stop crying. <laughs> I have an eyelash. That one hit you in the feelers, bud. Or was it thinking about that drink again? Dude, probably thinking about that drink is a little bit. <laughs> so I would say to Kirk. To Kirk, 100%. To Kirk. Kirk. To Kirk. Salute. Salute. He would actually love coming on here and bullshit, and he would have so many fucking stories for us. It would be stupid. It would have just been a son of a bitch getting him but up and get, down those stairs. Getting him up and down the stairs and then getting him here this late Dude, without being we would have had to toasted. just slide him in and out the window. Actually, we probably would have done that. That would have been fun. He, Whenever he would come here, he couldn't get up the stairs, and when I built that step... <laughs> if he came over and the garage door wasn't open, he'd stand by the step on the concrete and ring the doorbell until I came and answered it. Come get me, boy. But no, like him knowing everybody. So we're sitting down there and we're talking to some of these old guys. Come to find out that one of his old buddies, Mary, his sister married my Uncle Terry. It was his first wife's 
like so my uncle terry's first wife was this dude's sister oh wow and we're like what the fuck huh small world and no we were we were talking about him at work because we we worked together for 20 years and i've known him too. i uh weird it's bizarre when you think about it (laughs) but i was telling people i was like you have no idea how fun it was to see kirk show up at work because he'd be wearing the most fucking bizarre outfit you've ever seen. Like, he'd have on a pair of, like, purple pants and, like, a yellow shirt for some reason. Dude, his And, pur- like, not not a good-looking yellow shirt. Just a yellow shirt. <laughs> and then he'd have on, like, a blue tie. And you're going, what in the fuck is happening? He didn't <laughs> care. He'd just be standing there, you know, like, hey, what's going on? He'd just grab whatever was closest to him and throw it on. Well, then later in his career, as Brent and I both got older working there... He'd show up, with, and he started wearing a hat for some reason. Mm-hmm. So he'd be rocking his hat, but he never had his hat on right. Like his hat, <laughs> It always looked like he like played that game where you like, flip it and try to catch it on your head. And he was like, good enough. So he'd just come truck. I did the move to Katie last night because she kept seeing shit, so she's losing her mind. And she opens the closet door and sees one of his fucking hats. And she starts losing it more. And I go, well, it's not like you're seeing him put it on all stupidly like he does. So I rip my hat off and slap it on there. And she goes, stop it! I was telling the guys, too, at work about uh, the 5 o'clock lean. <laughs> I was like, you you can tell how good of a mood Kirk is in by how far back he's leaning. And if he's leaning back real far, he's doing real good. So, <laughs> it's true. I remember at my 30th birthday... <laughs> his five o'clock lean got too far <laughs> in one of those plastic lawn chairs <laughs> and the legs went snap nice <laughs> and down went kurt and he was all shit dude i've, I've told this story the first Broke time or not the first time but i've told this story on the podcast before it was the first time i ever went to your parents house <laughs> and your your sister tried to hook me up with one of her friends i actually just talked I... and we go pull in the driveway and his my uncle scott his uncle was there <laughs> and <laughs> all of a sudden kurt comes tottering down the driveway throws the door open and goes you're a dirty chicken i'm gonna put you in the dumpster whack and he just punches brent in the thigh and brent's like what the fuck did i do <laughs> so we go inside those two are just outside like kirk and his, his they, brent's they, uncle are sitting they're just bullshitting they, they'd been at the bar since like noon that day and then came home oh, yeah. and decided to keep going so we make our way through the house out on the back patio and i'd never <coughs> met brent's mother before ever and i open the door and she's like you're the motherfucker that's giving my son a fucking bad attitude and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but my name is jared <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'm kind of scared of you now. I don't know you. That's a hell of an intro. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been going through and I've been marking down. So I've had because what they want us to do is they basically want it. They don't want it to be how like uh, Katie's mom's funeral was. But they kind of want to have like the people tell stories about him because mm-hmm. they don't want it to be a sad situation. Mm-hmm. But we have to be a little bit not. We kind of do let the funeral home know it's going to be a little off colored because, you know, though, off colored with class. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been going through and Only thinking, partially like, racist going jokes. through my list of like <laughs> racking my brain on all the different stories I have about my old man and this and that. And I came to the like this clear sense of what the, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Was that your brain? <laughs> it's crying, man. Did it just come to a screeching halt? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
That's I was trying classic. to think of the right word, but I can't figure it out. Uh, somebody gave but, us Oh, that. man, so many jokes came to my head. I just got to keep them out. But no, no, I came to the realization that almost every single story I have involves me getting hurt or my dad hurting me. <laughs> like one of them, the running me over with the truck. Uh, Do you remember when we told that story first on the podcast and Brent just looked like he was going to tear up? Yeah. <laughs> like the whole yeah. rest of the night, he was like, yeah. fuck you, Zach. I got another story. If you don't mind. Go. Uh, years ago, I signed this account up downtown when I was still a driver. And we were supposed <laughs> to get paid. Our general manager at the time was like, yeah, you'll get paid just like just like you signed them up. Like, get out there and get them, boys. So I signed this up. I'm like, sweet, dude. I'm going to get about 1100 bucks for this account. Like, that's dope. Good for me. Well, my paycheck comes, and I don't have it. Another paycheck comes. I don't have it. So I asked our service manager at the time, I said, hey, Mike, can you find out what's going on with this? So he goes and he asks BR and gets told he's not getting fucking anything, so tell him to stop fucking asking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okie doke. <laughs> well, your dad found out about that. Mm-hmm. So he shows up at this account, pulls out a wad of cash and goes, this is yours. Sorry, he fucked you. And I was like, no, like, I can't. He's like, dude, I got paid for it. Like, I'm not taking your money. Like, it's yours. Because I didn't do shit. And, mm-hmm. like, solid guy. You can't say anything bad about that. Like, And that's how it was with everything. When it came to his work ethic, it was 140%. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy was over the top. The dude would sell ice to an Eskimo. Oh, yeah. I mean... He would sell milk to a dairy farmer. He'd be like, this milk's 100 times better than yours, and you're going to want this like, milk, My milk is shitty. Milk. i got to get rid of it and start buying this milk and rebottling it. <laughs> what, what is it? He'd, he'd sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady of white gloves. <laughs> I mean, it was insane what he could sell, though. Who's going to have a ketchup popsicle? I'm jealous. I wish I could have gone with him because I'm just fucking winging it, and sometimes I struggle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got yelled at. Today. Maybe it's because you <laughs> yeah. didn't wear purple pants, yellow shirt, and blue tie. I'm I'm gonna mix it up, dude. I, I seriously to, though, though, he would show up. I wish I wish I could describe it because that doesn't do justice. That's just like, oh, that guy's dressed like a crayon box. No big deal. <laughs> but no, like, forty eight colors. It was so strange, and we just look at him and be like, "The fuck are you wearing?" He's like, "I don't know." He said to wear a tie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> My favorite is he'd always be like, I got to go on these sales retreats. I got to get drunk before I go. I hate flying. And (laughs) you just disappear and you're all, what the fuck? Dude, all sales retreats are cool, by the way. Dude. (laughs) Cool now, probably not for him. He probably hated those fucking things. Oh, I bet he fit in. Perfect. He probably fit in perfectly with most of those sales So much guys. handshaking and fucking chit-chatting. Dude. Salesman trying to sell salesman other shit. And he's like, nah, I got you, Just bud. kissing hands and shaking babies. <laughs> yeah, shake those babies. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh, that was just our... Oh. Uh-oh. I think you're touching the soundboard there. Am I? Nope. It's Emotional damage. You gotta stop moving. I know I can't. Hold help still. It. I can't. It's too hard. We're gonna have to have you sit on your hands. Hey, Brent, just tell him. You know what? My dad just died. Calm down. Oh God, I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there is the one work story I have that I just the funniest thing. It was when one of the drivers he had just gotten this new phone, so he's all proud of it and he's marching around the dock screaming. He's on the phone with his wife, and here comes my pops walking out the door, and he looks right at him and goes, "Hey, Kenny, you still married to your sister?" As she's on speakerphone. 
That was him, no filter. And it's amazing. And just smile. Just smile like a lunatic. He, and it, would, it wouldn't even stop him. He'd say it and just keep on trucking. Oh, yeah. He, he called Devin one time. He was trying to find the voicemail, but he couldn't find it. And he was like, my name's Kirk. I have a big cock. My balls hang down to my knees. Like this whole, like, spiel. Feel like for like three minutes, and then he just hung up. He didn't have anything to say. He, he just wanted to tell somebody's little rhyme he made. I fucking tracks actually. The, the man of a million dad jokes. Holy shit. Oh yeah. You have a new joke for you every fucking Dude, day. You would literally walk in, and be like, "Hey, what's up, Kirk? So you guys ever hear the? Yeah, he wouldn't even say hi. I mean, just dad joke. Where the fuck? Did, I swear to God, he must have had a book in his office that he was like. I'll get look, him with there, there was no book. I'll get him with this motherfucker. <laughs> Mother, one other thing is that motherfucker was religious about obituaries mm-hmm. and Ada County Jail arrests. Oh yeah, every morning, and he was <laughs> infamous for sending it out and going. Hey, I know you know this guy. Oh, yeah, because I'd immediately get the people that we mutually knew sent to me <laughs> to Brent. And I was like, how'd you find that? My dad. <laughs> My wife's cousin. And Katie, I think your cousin Caesar got arrested. And Katie's like, I don't have a cousin Caesar. And then she's like, oh, that's what his real name is. Dude. <laughs> after talking, Now I have a house hippo. Dude, after talking to a couple of like, those old guys at the bar talking about this stuff, they, and how close-knit like everybody knew each other and all this crazy mm-hmm. shit, you're just like, what the fuck? And then I go... I, 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 dad had that special skill too, where he seemed to remember all these names and all these different people. Oh yeah. Cause talking to these old guys, Katie was doing the same fucking thing talking. Oh, well no, this was uncle. So-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who are even oh, all yeah. your uncles? We have too many. Listen. So I remember I met your dad. Had been dating for your sister for like, I don't know, a month, maybe three weeks. And she's like, come over, watch a movie. I'll make you dinner. Cool. She burns the enchiladas. Whatever. I ate them. I was trying to be nice. They were good-ish. Um, so we're sitting there watching the movie, and your dad and mom come home from the bar and and literally, like, kicks the door open. He's all, knock that hanky-panky off. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, we're just watching a movie, sir. Don't worry. It was Zach in his super sweet leather jacket that he Hell had. yeah. And... <laughs> No, it gets better. Back when Zach could see his feet for several reasons. <laughs> Driving that sick Saturn. I had a Saturn with a sound system. It was Ooh. cool. It was cool. And, and I went... had a ball chain necklace. Oh, God. He rolled up he with that leather jacket. I was super douche. About... So I just imagine this guy probably fucking hates me, right? All right, whatever. Uh, meet him. It's all good. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take off. I go to back end of the driveway and end up in the ditch. Had a boy. So immediately, I'm like, this dude fucking hates me. And I like, we continue dating, and and he doesn't ever really talk to me. And I'm like, fuck. So, a few years in, I decide I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Katie to marry me. And I think I think it's still the polite thing to do to go ask the dad permission. Apparently not, because I look at him and I said, hey, man, can I talk to you for a second? He goes, what do you want? And he said, well, I was going to ask Katie to marry me. He goes, fuck, I don't care. You got to live with her. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, okay. (laughs) So, all right, I'm going to get going. He goes, bye, have fun. (laughs) I'm like, that actually tracks. Yeah, it lines right up. I mean, that's. (laughs) So I come home. 
I proposed to Katie. And she goes, did you ask my dad? And I go, I did. She goes, he said it was your problem now. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Pretty close. (laughs) It was, uh, (laughs) and that was at a point where by that time I was 19 when I met her. And I think for the, for the first year and a half, like, I had just met her picking our parents up from the bar. That was their whole plan. We were just supposed to be friends. A good friend that never went away. But anyway. Friends with benefits. <laughs> so. On your birthday. Then it turned into, <laughs> well, oh, we can get you in the bar. We know the bartenders. So I started going to the bar with them. And I'll never forget. I'm sitting in there with Kirk on my 21st birthday. And he goes, tell me you want your birthday shot. No, no, I'd like her to look at my ID. And he goes, no, no, it'll be funnier than shit. <laughs> Christina comes up and I said, hey, Christina, can I get my birthday shot? She goes, per, yeah, let me see your ID. And she looks at it. And the fucking dead eye that I got was like, I go, what? Is there a problem? She goes, you motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she goes, you've been in here a year and a half. And now you're 21? I go, it's legal now. <laughs> can't be mad and she's like you motherfucker and kirk's over here <laughs> dick it's so true though that's that was his fucking laugh when he got you <laughs> that yeah. checks in the mail yep <laughs> million dollars if you tell me he sings a song that checks in the mail yep checks in the mail hey, don't let your meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> he's like a walking soundbite <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we should have we should have taken time to record him and just made a soundboard of nothing Dude. but that. Well, it was like the year I dressed up as Beetlejuice for Halloween <laughs> and I was fucking walking through <laughs> walking through your house and he shows up and he just keeps looking at me and he goes, "You're not doing it right. You got to go. <laughs> it's showtime." <laughs> It's showtime. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, I'm trying. I'm like, it's showtime. And he goes, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Have a little more feeling, like, you fucking I, idiot. I was like, come on, man. I am no Michael Keaton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just a Brent. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a sad Beetlejuice tonight. <laughs> I remember we used to go up to the cabin with him, and he'd cook dinner. and It was like a 50-50 chance if your shit was going to be burnt or not, because <laughs> it depended on how much... He had been uh, enjoying the day. Um, and he'd always sit there by the fire and just have stories for days. By the way, you didn't have a real cabin trip up there if you weren't um, down in the kitchen area of that, because in the basement. And he'd be asleep upstairs, and he'd walk out, and you'd see a piss stream coming off of the window. Because <laughs> he'd step out on the deck and just pee. <laughs> So you look out the window and go, oh, yeah, Dad's peeing. Dad's up, be quiet. <laughs> it's raining. Oh, God, it's pissed. <laughs> oh, God, old man balls. <laughs> yep. I, th- I think all of my friends growing up saw my dad's dick. <laughs> we go up camping, and then he'd just pull his dick out and pee wherever. Quit looking, you meat gazer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> F-A-G queer. <laughs> and that's the thing. He would literally have no filter. And I really feel like he was that way on his accounts. Oh, yeah. Like, he'd go in there. He'd talk to him. He'd basically be like, you're going to buy this. And they'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, you, 20 years? You want me to sign a 20-year contract? And he's we, like, let's go 40. And they're all, oh, no problem. Dude, we asked <laughs> him about like, his sales tactic, and we didn't know how he did it. We're like, how did you do that? And he goes, I walk in there, stick my hand, I go, Kirk Brock, where'd you live? Where'd you grow up? 
Well, you know, I've been here for about 15. Oh, so you remember when this place was over here and over here and over here and over here? Huh? 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 <laughs> like, that can't be real. That cannot be the way you sell shit. It's like, I don't know what's I happening. I think it was. Like, I don't know. So, and it, the funny part is it didn't end here in the Treasure Valley. Mm-mm. Because his, his area was pretty large. It was all of Southern Idaho to Rupert. But then it was also up to McCall. Up to McCall, all the way out to LeGrand. Yeah. Like, so it was huge. He had I mean, how many salesmen everything. do you guys have now to cover his Four. Area? Four. <laughs> and that dude, he knew every back road. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, oh, we're going here. And you'd, you would take like an hour trip that would take normally an hour. And you'd it was 12 hours. Because you were taking every goddamn back road and dirt road and fucking... Stopping at every side gas station to get a fucking chicken gizzard. I don't know how he found time to do things because it was like (coughs) he would be out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then all of a sudden he'd still be back in town by like, (laughs) like, you're like, bro, you're 12 hours away right now. Don't worry. I'll be home by four. It's like how magically sense (laughs) magically float over the mountain and be like, I'm home. And yeah, like, no, and he'd he'd always on, on my route when I was out in Ontario. It'd be like once a week he'd call me, "Hey, let's go get lunch." I go, "Dad, I'm on a road." Okay, let's go. Where do you want to go? Anything good out here? Well, not really, but <laughs> I guess. Like I, it, it never made sense to me like where he found the time to do all that shit because, and then my my one where I have a missed call from him, so I call him back. He answers. I guess he was in the middle of something. Something super important, I guess. And he he answers and goes, you were a mistake, and hangs up on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I send a text to my sister, and I go, well, apparently I was a mistake, so you're not alone, Katie. <laughs> everything, hey, couple everything's, road loads come, walking around. everything's coming to fruition now. It's all making sense. <laughs> Two mistakes. Third time's a charm. Yeah, <laughs> charm my ass. <laughs> So years into being, you know, married, and I know it probably killed him, but he goes, "Hey, we got this fishing trip. Me and the guys go up to Riggins and we steal that fish. You want to go? We need to fill a spot. Somebody dropped out. I'm like, yeah, that'd be really fun. Dad? Shut up, shut up, God, <laughs> give me your fucking money. Okay, so I go up there first trip. No big deal. I meet all the old guys. We got one boat, you know." Well, it expanded, and I was like, well, hey, if you're going to have... Because he would run a boat, and then, like, in the fall... Because we, we would go, like, two times a year. Sometime in the spring and sometime in the fall. All right, so... <laughs> it got to a point where I would run a boat full of, like, younger guys, and he would run the boat full of what I call the vintage. Oh. So, <laughs> so my, my first year up there, I get all my guys lined out. I got the boat. It's this. It's kind of a shit show to get it going, because... Everybody's got to pay you, and then you got to pay the boat, blah, blah, blah. And you plan it, and everybody wants to go, but then when it comes to pay up, yeah, nobody all, wants oh, to go. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, man. And you're like, oh, cool. I guess I'll cover that. But anyway, so we go up there, and I, the first year I'm going solo, and I got my buddy Andrew. This is before Brent went. And uh, so we're up there, and I'm, I'm telling Brent, I'm like, listen, we're sharing a room with him. I'm just warning you. Dude can get her done. Um, I guess I'm in charge of babysitting him. I it, it, It's been rough, but there's usually help. All right, cool. So, <laughs> so we end up in the bar. And at this point, again, the guy walks into the bar and it's like he knows everybody. In a whole other town, mm-hmm. 
five miles from here or five five hours from here they're like oh hey hey kirk how you doing he's like oh shit nathan how you been man said what's it been 22 years <laughs> i met you one time <laughs> being in an alley in boise so uh his buddy was up there with us and his new girlfriend well his his buddy's ex-wife was up there with her new boyfriend and uh we're sitting there in somerville and uh, all of a sudden, the new girlfriend is at the bar, and the old girlfriend, or the, the, the ex-wife, walks in with her friend. And the, the ex-wife's friend and the new girlfriend start getting into it. And me and Andrew are like, fuck yeah, chick fight, ripper shirt. You know, and Kurt's standing there like this. Hit him in the titty. And he starts trying to, like, break him up, and the bartender comes over. Mind you, the bartender's name is Beetle. God, I forgot about <clears throat> her. He starts yeah, to like, he goes, no, I got this and like moves the bartender. And it was like, she looks at him and goes, touch me again. And you're 86. And he's like, you know who I am. And he's fucking, he's lit. Right. So like we pull him back, we sit him against the wall, we get him calmed down. Well, the ex girl or the ex wife's new boyfriend who looks like he must be 12. Okay. We're just like, how is this guy even in the bar? Well, middle school. Did you find this kid at? <laughs> uh, he's over there trying to apologize. And he is just, and Brent knows this dude is like a world champion chest poker. Every dad's a world champion <laughs> no, chest no, poker. No, no. Your dad took it to the next level. I mean, this guy would wind up like he was fucking pitching baseball and literally just boom, two finger, perfect stance, chest poke. This dude's boop, boop, running boop. his mouth. Kirk's not having it, and he's over there just, I will fucking beat your fucking ass. You don't fucking know anything. You, and he's just fucking, like, a lesser dude would have fallen over. Because he's getting <laughs> chest poked out the fuck. Then he goes and goes, and when I'm done with him, the boys over here, they're going to fucking finish you off. <laughs> and we're like, what, what the fuck? Andrew's like, what in the fuck? <laughs> is going on did I, we just get in a fight i found out the reason behind that by the way if you want to know right now well, i would yeah. love to sure. the reason that he used to do that shit is because that's how his <clears throat> uh how uh grandpa clay used to do that he'd go pick a fight with somebody and then just go and my boys back here are gonna finish your ass off and then he'd leave <laughs> <laughs> so we get the situation calmed down everything's coach we're like all right we're gonna go back to the room no big deal well, guess what? He can't walk very well. <laughs> and this was a time when he actually could walk. That, that was the beginning of him not walking very good. Um, you broke him, Zach. Good job. <laughs> so I have, and he's a, he's a larger man, much taller than me and wider. And, but it was muscle. Your, your dad had that weird dad strength, right? Like he wasn't fat. He was just muscly. But it was weird. So I got his fucking arm over me, and I'm fucking carrying him down the fucking sidewalk. And, and it's weird because you realize how heavy he is yeah, when you oh do God. that. You're like, God, why <laughs> are you like so fucking heavy? dead weight. Don't you have any bones? So we're, <laughs> just we're, jello. We're fucking walking down the road. His shoe falls off. So I'm holding him up while Andrew's putting his shoe back on, and he looks at Andrew, and he looks at me, and he goes... I think your friend all up fucking more than I like you. <laughs> I'm fucking carrying you. And he goes, I'll carry myself. <laughs> okay. Face plants in a gravel driveway. Snoring. I mean, instantly. <laughs> what the fuck? We're tapping him, shaking him. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Dude. And I, you could kind of get him to somewhat talk. So I say, 
uh, Kirk, where's your keys? I'm gonna go get the truck. I'm gonna come back and carry or get get the truck so you don't have to walk. Room. So I fucking run to the room, and it's not close. It's like fucking a mile, and I don't run. So two so, weeks later, <laughs> I've noticed. I get there and I search everywhere. I'm checking his bag, pockets, the fucking everywhere. No keys. I'm like in the truck looking. I'm like, fuck. All right, God, go back. If in his get... pocket in his jeans he's wearing, I'm going to lose my mind. I go clear back there. And I said, dude, th- your keys aren't there. And he goes, they're in my pocket. I'm not letting you drive my truck. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker. And then Andrew goes, dude, what's that on your shirt? And I looked down and I was like, that's a fucking laser. What the... And I hear, get him out of my driveway, boys. We're trying, sir. And he's now. We're like dragging him out of this gravel driveway because I got a fucking laser on my chest. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to get shot <laughs> in Riggins, Idaho. They're never going to find us. So we get him out of this driveway onto the sidewalk. And all of a sudden he's like, "Hi, right, what are we doing? Get me back to the room. Mm-hmm. Fuck, all right. So I get him back on my shoulders. We're carrying him down the fucking road again. We get in front of. The restaurant that's right next to the hotel. I I can fucking walk. Let me go. Okay. And he does this little swirly swan turn, throws his arms in the air, and just goes face first. Doesn't put his hands out or nothing. Face first into concrete. (laughs) Dude's got gravel in his forehead. (laughs) Like, it's blood and gravel. And Andrew's like, ooh, road rash. (laughs) Road rash. (laughs) Fuck. So we get him picked up, and he's like, we get him to the room. Fuck, this was an adventure. It's like 1030 at night. We get him in the room. He goes in the bathroom. I got to clean myself up. There's a rag in there. That is like red and supposed to be used for makeup and blood and all that jazz. Nope, he picks the white ones. I go into the bathroom after him because he's all cleaned up climbs in bed and he's asleep like within minutes i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like a movie just closes the door and opens the door and walks right back out yes and so i go in there to use the fucking toilet and i'm like and there's blood rags everywhere and i'm like right on glad it's in his name <laughs> you know, like, so i come back out and it's like hey andrew you want to have some beers we'll sit on the tailgate whatever he's like hell yeah cool man kirk's over here passed out snoring like a motherfucker that's where we, I get we're it. outside fucking drinking about 1230. I was like, all right, dude, we better hit the hay. We got to get up early. Kirk's going to be yelling at us at 430. It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> that dude's out, bud. He is not waking up till after we're gone. <laughs> no, he will. No, no, he won't. But we go to bed. Climb in bed. Go to shut our eyes. They were spooning. No, it was two separate beds. It was a three-bedroom. Okay. Just on top of each other. I was going to say, I've never seen one of those in Riggins. A three-bedroom. <laughs> the orgy special. <laughs> this, this motherfucker sits up out of a dead sleep. Dead sleep. I say, I say, I say, boy, you ain't nothing but a chicken hawk. Lays back down, starts snoring again. And Andrew goes, what the fuck? And I go, I don't know, man. Fuck with my Go with it. I, I don't know. I told you to be prepared. I hope you're prepared. He goes, there is no way that dude's getting up. I said, okay. 
Well, here comes 4.30, my alarm goes off, and the door gets kicked open from the outside, and he's all, God damn it, you boys are still sleeping? Get the fuck up, we gotta get ready and go. <laughs> Andrew's all, oh my god. I go, I don't know how he does it, bro. I have no idea. What is this man? I how don't know alive? what magic potion he mixes into his drink that keeps him alive when he does this, but goddamn. So we go fishing. All right, we show up with 30 racks. <laughs> Kirk's like, pussies. <laughs> beer. <laughs> right on. Well, we end up drinking our beers. Andrew starts pulling off the fucking whiskey and then moves over to the vodka cranberry. Next thing I know, we're back at the ramp. We're getting out. This is, mind you, this is after your dad spilled Maalox all over the fucking driver's side of his truck. Nice. Because he had heartburn. Yeah, oh, shit. Fuck it. And that white stain was there forever. It probably still is. So we get back. <laughs> we get in the truck. We're driving. Of course, I'm in the backseat. I don't know how it happens. Andrew's his favorite, apparently. Andrew gets up <laughs> we front. We told you that. <laughs> <laughs> he leveled, man. Kirk had finished his drink. Now, you've been to Vinegar Creek. Yeah. It's kind of a sketch road. Just a little bit scary. It's like a one lane, somewhat dirt, but with boulders in it that you got to kind of go around. And it's a drop-off on this side. I'm surprised he was even driving that one back, because... Well, this was before it got back. Like, before... After that, he never did really drive. Yeah. So, we're driving back, and he goes, Fuck, my drink's empty! And Andrew goes, Stop, I'll make us another one! So he jumps in the back, leaves me in the back seat, jumps (laughs) in the back of the truck, and goes, Keep going, I'll just pass him through the window! So here we're going down this fucking road. It's an hour and a half drive back. And they're just fucking pounding vodka crayons the whole fucking way. And I'm stuck in the back seat. Like, I'm all putting my seatbelt on. Like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Gonna and die Andrew, sober Andrew's, in the back of a pickup. Andrew's, <laughs> no, I wasn't sober by any means. But Andrew's leaning in the window and he's all, he likes me better. <laughs> he's all, I got in the back so I could jump out if he wrecks. I'm like, fuck you. And he's all, dad, I got you another drink. <laughs> so we... <laughs> We finally get back, and he's like, uh, and I am just like fucking tired. Like, it has been a long day of drinking, and, and here's Kirk. You guys ready to go to the bar and get some dinner? Dude. I've... Yeah, yep, and that was where I learned, because you, you go to Regan's. It's two solid days. I can hear that. Two solid days. I can hear him days. saying that. <laughs> I'm fucking like, drinking. I can hear him saying, you ready to go to the bar and get some dinner? I'm like, yeah, we've been drinking all day. I'm kind of fucked up. And he goes... Pussy. Bitch. <laughs> I I vowed that day that, or that when I got back, I said I will never, ever babysit your dad again. And that was when I started inviting Brent. Yeah, because I was the babysitter. It became then. his problem. We should go fishing. Yeah. I have, So I, I got, I was going to talk to you guys about it because I got the connection still. We had actually just started, to, I just started talking to I've, Pops a couple I've weeks got ago. About, really? I've got about four other guys. You want to you have between six and eight to cover the costs? And then you kind of rotate. You know, everybody can fish, but it gets a little tight if you have eight. If you have six, it's perfect. But if you have eight where you can kind of rotate, it's fun. Uh, we'll talk about it off the air. Anyway, so I started bringing... Or if you want to come on a fishing trip with us, send yeah, us an email. send us an email. Fuck, it might be fun. Time for another podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We got koozies. We got hats. I've got another mystery item that's going to be showing up Ooh. here in the next week or so <laughs> that I'm very excited about. If you want it, I will mail it to you personally. I hope it's crop tops for all of us. Oh, it's not. It's way better than that. <laughs> so I started Better bringing... than crop tops? Oh, way better. I started bringing Brent on these. And then 
Brent gets the idea we need to invite Coates. Oh, God. That was, <laughs> okay. was, we That's were lo- how we, I got introduced okay. to Coates. We were looking for a fucking last-minute replacement, and, <laughs> and Coates he was, was there, in. and he had the money for and it. And it worked. It was fine. It was fine. No, it wasn't the, fine because... <laughs> <laughs> the jokes flew for days. So You thought he was loud at work? Oh, my God. <laughs> in a canyon, it's in worse. In a canyon, it's worse. <laughs> so my next favorite fishing trip, Brent and I go up. And I think we had my camper at the time. We're staying at the campground. Oh, fuck yes. And and Kirby and Scott are there and is and Scott's buddy. We have two boats. We got the young guys and we got the old guys. Brent and I are in the young guy boat. They're on the old guy boat. But we're gonna ride to Pittsburgh Landing together. Cool. Dude. Well, we're taking Scott's buddy, who has this fucking brand new I mean That was the brand new thirty five hundred fully loaded Cummins. Jake break, heated, cooled, this, that, the other, everything. Right? That was when we were trying to be the cool guys who would stay at the bar until the bar shut down. And then we were friends with everybody up there. So I made one more drink and took it home with me. And it was <laughs> this much Jack and about that much Coke. Like it was, it was the drink was still on the table in the morning. And we got up and they showed up with the truck and they're honking the horn and we're getting up. And I walk out and I grab that thing and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to fucking die. Zach's like, have some water. It's right here. And I grab it and take a big pug of it. <laughs> I thought I was going to fucking die. So we, we get there. Oh. Everybody's sober in the morning. No big deal. Brent and I are chasing beers on the way up there. Get over there. Boom. No big deal. We almost hit a deer on the way. No big deal. Keep going. We go That's fishing. Cool. Well, about halfway through, we just hear the captain on the other boat go, mayday, mayday. We got a man overboard, man overboard. And immediately, Brent and I go, Fuck, Dude, he fell in. Zach was standing over here. I was standing on the other end of the boat. And he we fell hear, in. We, we hear Brent, another person dead. fell in the water, and we both look at each other and go, fuck, it was dad. <laughs> well, it wasn't dad. It was it Concrete Jim. Thank God. <laughs> but Concrete Jim was so large and shapely that they couldn't pull him back in, so they had to have him hang onto the side of the boat and, and drag him to the shore. Him to the shore. <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer. So, <clears throat> He took it like a champ. He was at the bar when we all got back. Uh, so we're on the way back, and these motherfuckers look at us and go, you're driving. Brent goes, I'm not driving. I'm I'm not driving. Brent goes, I can't drive, dude. I can't fucking drive either. He goes, no, you're driving. They all point at me and go, you're fucking driving. I'm the blind guy. Fuck it. It's like, you're, you're fine to drive. I'll be your fucking navigator from the side. So these three old guys get in the backseat. Kirk had to use a step stool to get in. <laughs> so, Dude, and it's raining. We get to the top of the mountain. I mean, it's po- like if you could have picked the worst conditions for me to drive in, it's pouring rain. It's muddier than fuck. It's a steep ass grade out of that bitch. Dude, we get like, to the, what was it? We get to the top of the mountain. They go, stop. We got to pee. Yeah, so Scott, all the old guys Scott, pile out. Well, hold, Scott goes, I got to piss. And Kirk, yeah, me too. Randy, yeah, me too. Fuck. All right. So I pull over. Well, I pull over. Kirk climbs out on a step stool. Scott goes to get out and fucking just eat shit. I mean, like (laughs) clips his fucking the heel of his boot, like on the fucking running board and just slithers his way out and just covered in mud. Just his entire body because he slithers out and then spins. He's bleeding from his face because he hit his glasses. Like, I mean, I'm just like, and Brent and I are sitting there going, is this what we have to look forward to? Like when we get older, like what so. the fuck? They all climb back in, and I look back there, and Randy looks at Scott and goes, "Thanks for getting mud all over my new truck, asshole." <laughs> Scott's like, "I'm so sorry." I'll detail, and he's like, 
fuck you. I'm just joking. It's just oh a fucking God. truck, man. I'm Boy. just driving this. I mean, this truck is monstrous. It's before I had my F-350. Like, I had been used to driving the Ford Fiesta. And they're all driving this long bed. Gideon boy. And I'm all, holy God, we're going to die. <laughs> we made it back. It was fine. We didn't die. That's good. Because I wouldn't have been hanging out with you guys tonight <sighs> if you did. I'm telling you, that guy got me into some predicaments. Dude. I bet he would have got me out of him, though, too. <laughs> Kermit was pretty good at doing that. Also, Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> that guy really did know everybody, though. It was fucking yeah. insane. I, Brent, you got to tell the pole vaulting story. Oh fuck, man! Just get let it let it out, Brent. Dude, it was well, no, and like I was saying, I was going through last night, and I'm drunkenly making a list of all the different stories I have of them and how majority of them I got hurt in them or something. And one of the stories was the "you dirty chick, I'm gonna throw you in the dumpster." <laughs> that was one of them. Um, we have a couple family. Like, when we were little kids, we were little, and we, you know, we find a stick out in the fucking forest, and you always play swords with it or something. And we're trying to pole vault up the cabin. And we're doing it, kind of getting a little bit of air, and here comes my old man. He just looks at all of us and goes, you're all doing it wrong. Let me show you how it's done. And he goes, and he puts that stick in the ground, and he gets straight up vertical in the air, and that stick snaps. And he just tumbles <laughs> and starts rolling down the hill. But we were all at that age where we all go, is that how it's done? You sure? <laughs> we're supposed to fall down the hill. Got it. <laughs> so, But, I mean, it's the same with the, the – he he was very infamous for doing that. He was like, you're doing it wrong. Let me show you how it's done. And then he'd do it and hurt himself or fall. Because he did that with snowboarding, too. He's like, you guys are doing it wrong. Because we had a little sled that was shaped like a snowboard. So we'd stand on it and ride down this little mountain. He goes, you're doing it wrong. So he gets up on it, and he's at the top of the hill, and he's riding it down. And I remember he was so proud of himself because he got halfway down this hill, and he turns around to wave at my mom. We have this on video. <laughs> and he waves, and the, the sled just goes, er, 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 and poof. <laughs> and he biffs it, and you just see him disappear in a thing of white. I just realized that your dad is like a drunken Tim Allen. Like he's like tool time Tim Allen, like oh ha ha ha. But his ha oh, ha ha was you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it you up. know, I'm standing in there peeing, and I'm like, man, all these stories sound really bad. Like we're, I feel like we're not giving the guy his credit due, right? But at the same time, you're just like, but man, it added so much fucking character to us. <laughs> like that guy, I'm honestly, I would honestly say, that guy made us who we are. Like, he had such an impact on our lives that at some point he made us who we are. I, just, I mean, I got 20 years. You got 20 years. Brent's probably got 15. Well, I saw... I saw <laughs> 35, <laughs> fucker. First 10 don't count. I saw, I saw Kirk a lot when, he was, when we were all younger. Yeah. And as he got older and a little more frail he didn't come around as much and you'd see him every now and then at the plant and i'd just give him shit and be like you sell anything in my route no why <laughs> exactly i didn't want to well i'm disappointed in you he'd always have a smart ass comment followed by i mean it's like the guy was so witty oh yeah i mean it, you, you could never one-up him no you couldn't it was impossible you could try oh you could try never work and then he would fucking eat you alive I finally had to start just telling him, be like, shut up, old man. Now I feel bad for saying, shut up, old man. <laughs> nah, you got to keep them old people in their places. Yeah, exactly. Right? Shut up, Dan. <laughs> shut up, Dan. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> and that's about Kirk's response, too. 
<laughs> we'll say the guy could, I mean, he was a fucking grilling fool. He could make some bomb ass food. He, he made bomb ass chili. <laughs> It went south there. It, it was his red beans and rice for me because I got. Oh him. my god, it was so good. And I don't know how, what he did. I think he must have spit in it or something because I tried to make it. And... That's that's natural dad seasoning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. you haven't earned that seasoning yet, know, bud. Because right? you're not a dad. Okay, us three, we'll make it perfect. But you, you fuck it up every time. That's not love. That's spite, and I can't kill you. <laughs> oh man, he. <laughs> I mean, he had nicknames for every fucking grandkid. Oh, fucking, Jesus. you know. Uh, what was your nickname, Zachary? No, full legal. Peace shit. Peace shit. <laughs> full legal. We we had one, and it Shoot. was it was so Katie's ex boyfriend. You remember? Yeah. So Doodle's dad's nephew. And he used to come over and hang out all the time. Mr. Labor. Yeah, he called him Mr. Labor because he was Mexican and his name was Emmanuel. So we call him Manual Labor. (laughs) Your dad would always look at me and go, Jared, Jared Orr, Jared Orr what? And it's like, shut up. (laughs) Never heard that before. (laughs) Haven't heard that my entire life. He's like, good, I'm glad you haven't. (laughs) I was like, really? You haven't? (laughs) Yes, I have. I know you have. (laughs) He's all, no, you have, because I said it a week ago. <laughs> Dick's on <laughs> you. Like, but we were talking about it earlier, too. We were talking about, like, some of the stories I have for him. I'm like, all the stories involve, you know, me getting hurt or something. Or they all involve drinking or alcohol. <laughs> like, when I was growing I mean, but it's two things he liked. <laughs> watching Brent cry and pee. <laughs> drinking beer. <True>. So speak- <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, Brent would be crying while he was drinking a beer. Sometimes he'd be peeing while Brent was drinking a vodka. Funny, f- funny story about me peeing. So when I got arrested for peeing on the principal, they... they peeing I, on the principal? Yeah. One time. It was that one fucking time in high school, man. You peed on the principal? Yeah, I told the story Which on principal? this. Which principal? It was at, when I was at Mountain View. It oh. was... And I told them, I, they pulled me down off the fence and they said, hey, you get over here. And I said, I, I got to take a piss, man. Like, we got to do this now. And said, no, you're not going anywhere. I said, okay, well, we're doing it here. So, peed everywhere. I peed on myself and him. It was a Did good you time. whip it out? Oh, yeah. But. Well, you didn't just, like, hug the man and piss. That would well, have been I weird. Thought, <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe you, I thought, I was always told you peed your pants. No, well, that's peed. when he got hit by a car. Yeah, that was when I got hit by a car. <laughs> hit, he wasn't hit by a car. He was ran over by his dad. One time. At the cabin, picking up wood. <laughs> And you know his dad blamed him. What were you doing back there? Uh, no, well, actually, yeah. he did. And it didn't break any bones. It just uh, it skinned my legs up pretty good. It just good. made you pee your pants. His, his, well, yeah, I had a fucking car roll over me, man. <laughs> That's was... a pretty natural reaction to being hit by an automobile. It's pissing your pants. I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm Thank with you. Brent on and this one. he was mad at you because you had piss on your pants. Yeah, I think, well, no, because he was like... I, I think it was more along the lines of, because, uh, like, so he hits me with the tailgate of the truck, because back in the day, we were riding on the tailgate, and we had been cutting wood earlier that day, so one of the logs rolled down the hill, so he stops to get it, and my cousin, Kevin, who's no longer with us as well, so rest in peace, um, he goes, hey, jump out and grab that log and throw it in the back of the truck, so I jump out, and as I'm bent over to grab the log, my dad starts backing up, hits me with the tailgate, and I go down. And then he just kept going. <laughs> what was that? He, oh, that rock is crying. He, yeah. He would swear he didn't run me over. He said, it just scared you. That's why you pissed yourself. But 
I'm determined because my legs were fucking ripped up and I had tire marks on them. And also, I think he was more mad that uh, I pissed myself because we had to go explain to mom. Because you were he, bloody and he, covered in piss. He wouldn't have said a fucking word. <clears throat> He'd have been like, Brent fell down the hill. He just fell down the hill. He's <laughs> no. fine. Well, that's one thing kids today I don't think understand is... Getting hurt by your parents? No, riding on the tailgate of a pickup while the pickup's going like 40 miles an hour. Oh, and you're dude. thinking like, I'm a kid, but I know if I fall off of this, <laughs> I'm going to mess up. There was the one thought that I always had when you hit like one of those bumps. It's like, dude, if, your feet, if your feet are dangling underneath that tailgate... And that truck drops for that. Oh, yeah, you're going. Your feet are getting crushed and stopping you. (laughs) And the truck's still going to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to stay there. Like, that that was back in the good old days when riding in the back of the truck was normal. Oh, yeah. Dude, I remember one time, not to change the subject, but we pulled the rotor out of a combine. And a rotor (laughs) in a combine is like nine, ten feet long. And it's probably about that big around. And we have this thing in the back of the pickup. And we had to go out to Buell to get it balanced, because if they're not balanced, it'll shake and it'll mess the combine up. So my dad looks at my brother and I and goes, uh, get in the back and hold it. Hold that. Oh, no shit. <laughs> no shit. So we rode all the way to Buell in the back of the truck, holding onto a rotor so it didn't wobble around in the back of the truck. <laughs> and looking back, I'm thinking, man, we... That was dangerous. We should have died. <laughs> hey, man, you know, we did live on a farm. I think straps were invented back yeah, then. Yeah, we had better ways of doing things, but... By God, that's how we did it. You know, you know what? He wanted to listen to his music we, in the cab without you little assholes. We rode in the back of my dad's pickup so much that we had little beach folding chairs that we would sit in in the back of the pickup. Oh, shit. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Dude, it was normal. And if he'd punch it, you'd go flying towards the tailgate, and you prayed to God that broken fucker held. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped a hay bale on it, and it had a little bit of a crimp, and if you hit that thing just right, it'd pop open, pop open a little bit. <laughs> Should I take it? It's a FaceTime. From who? Your wife? No. Drunk people. Oh, why are drunk people calling you? They want a FaceTime. With who? Who is it? Hey, you don't uh, know anybody. Can I help you, gentlemen? How you doing, bud? Are you wearing a headset, homeboy? Yeah, I'm at the podcast. Say hi to everybody on the podcast there, Drew. God damn. Oh, podcast. shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'll call you guys back here shortly. Fuckers. They're drunk. I like it. Who are these drunk guys? It was Andrew and Ori. Oh, was it? Andrew's going to be there at the uh, funeral. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he said, well, if you got to get up there and talk, can I just stand by you so that I can make hand gestures like, no! <laughs> when I say things like, Kirk said he was better than yeah. I was. <laughs> oh, he got to write up front, maybe, not me. Maybe Andrew can be the one who does the interpretive dance <laughs> and then lays over the coffin and cries. You know, he would do it. He would do it. <laughs> Too soon. I will say, it was it was uh, impressive. The, the Your dad remembered Andrew through all of it. Like, it was the funniest shit. He didn't remember. I mean, he knew a lot of people. But when it came to our friends... Our newer friends in the later days, hmm. he didn't know any of them. He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yep. What's your name again? I mean, Sunshine had a, Sunshine had a boyfriend for a while. They broke up years ago, and he'd still call her new boyfriend, who they've been together for well over ten years. He'd still call him the old guy's name. <laughs> that actually tracks. one was Eddie. Well, they look the same. No, they don't. Eddie was white. I, I, no, I like, no, he wasn't. It was a Lopez. I like to think that Kirk would do that. 
just to let you know where you sat with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see like, it. I know his full legal name. Hell, I know the last four of his social security number, but I'm going to call this fucker Eddie. <laughs> Actually, that makes sense. He used to call me Trent all the time. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> no, he, ne- he, he never did that. He always called me Butcher Holler. That was for some fucking weird reason from when I was a little kid. He'd call me, and I think it was because... Butch Cassidy. No, I don't remember Told what. Told you holler because you cried when you ran you over. <laughs> well. Who's that holler? you? <laughs> no, and he used to make fun of me, too. He'd always tell me when I was little because I had this weird obsession with the song, uh, the Randy Travis song, uh, uh, Digging Up Bones. <laughs> and this guy just gets worse and worse. Yeah, I know. It's just getting worse and worse. But he'd... Uh, <laughs> He'd make fun of me and tell me that I had a girlfriend named Bone in Mountain Home. <laughs> and I, I was like, I could just see little bro like, no, I don't. I do not. <laughs> Run to my room. There's Bone in Mountain Home. That's Brent's girlfriend. <laughs> no, it's not. You're you're a liar. You're you're dumb. You're dumb. Don't tell me that. Shut up, Dad. That's not true. <laughs> Girlfriend Mount Home. Actually, that's a good story. I need to write that down. Where's my story page? <laughs> There's a pen. I'll remember it, maybe. He won't, but we'll bring it up. We'll be yeah, like, just the one time, Brent stupid, was fucked up. Goddamn. <laughs> Digging up bones. God, that just that, that one all just came up on me real fast, because I forgot about that. So I'm, I'm telling gonna... you, it all turned for him when they got rid of Paul's. Mm-hmm. When they got rid of Paul's, it changed his life forever. It changed a lot of people's lives. It changed my life. Oh, yeah. That guy would go from Meridian to the Pauls, clear out by our house. He drove clear out to the Cuna Pauls. Just to get groceries. Dude, he, he, would, he would drive from... Because <laughs> he knew Paul. He knew Paul. And he liked Paul. Oh, yeah. Dude, Paul was a good guy. We had a whole conversation last night or yesterday afternoon about how he used to... I think we, we think he used to steal people's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> because he would come home randomly because he'd come home from work he'd stop at the grocery store and you know go get himself a six pack of beer and a steak he's gonna barbecue tonight nothing for anybody else yeah well yeah he was like you guys can have pizza i'm gonna have a steak <laughs> but he'd come home and there'd just be a fucking basset hound with him and you're like why do you have this dog and he goes well he followed me to the car and just got in and I go, Well yeah, you were giving him treats the whole way there. What do you what? He's got a collar. It says his name is Buddy. Dude, he named nah. this he named this <laughs> He named this dog Gordon. Because it, he got the dog at Gordon's grocery store. So the dog's name was Gordon. He had him for I think two months. And then finally someone he saw uh, or someone saw a I think my mom saw a missing dog. <laughs> I called the number and says, yeah, we've had this dog for like two months. He's found him at Gordon's. And they go, we live in the neighborhood behind there. I'm your neighbor. <laughs> and then and then after Gordon goes away, he gets another one that we named Henry that he, he found at the grocery store. I think he'd just see a dog and be like, come on. That's pretty much what he, I think he would be like, oh, back in the truck. Just open this real quick. Just hop in mine. What? He gave that dog a pot of potato soup one day, and the dog <laughs> ate all of it. This dog oh, went God. from being this big to just ballooning out. <laughs> and then he goes, it's like, Dad, he doesn't look very good. And he goes, he'll be fine. <laughs> and he's just out on the side yard yakking all the potato <laughs> soup up. One of my favorite stories about your dad. <laughs> That's dog related. Was when he murked the dog and his TV oh, at the same time. Jesus, dude! <laughs> like you were dude. telling me that, and it was such a horrible story. Dude. But just 
the picture of your dad fumbling around. Dude, and you know what's so... He, and he loved that dog He so loved that dog yeah. so much. I, I, I even wa- I walked... Why well, he told wa- you it was the two things he loved the most and he killed them both. I walked into his office yesterday and I look up there and right on top of his desk, there's a fucking framed picture of that goddamn wiener dog. And I go, this is how much he loved this dog. He framed a fucking picture there's of it. There's not a picture of his kid. Not a picture of a kid anywhere. Not on his desk. <laughs> not in that entire room. <laughs> And we were standing out on the dock at work, and I remember like, dude, my dad fell on his dog and killed it, and then wrecked his TV. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, what happened? He fell. Tipped over, man. That dude, he would buy Halloween costumes for that dog. Oh, like, well, I remember the dog was running around in this little T-Rex costume, and he's all, get him. That's my attack dog. Dude, you don't pick her up and, like, lift the lips up so you see the teeth and go, attack dog. <laughs> You go, look at this handsome dog. Look how fine she looks. <laughs> She's an attack dog. Purebred. Attack wiener. The other thing that, that guy knew was movie quotes. Oh, nothing yeah. newer. Nothing newer. But anything like probably 98 or before. Oh, he was on it. Dude, I've been trying to think of like a good John Wayne quote. And the only thing I can think about is fucking Peter Griffin playing. <laughs> I'm John Wayne at the first Thanksgiving pilgrim. <laughs> That's all I can fucking think. <laughs> I can't. Like I knew he loved John Wayne movies, and he he has a cardboard cutout of John Wayne. Dude, in his he loved John Wayne movies so much that we couldn't ever find one. And we, I think, for four years in a row for Christmas, we got a McClintock four times, <laughs> just in case. And he'd just be like, "I love it, guys. This is great." And we're like, and then after the fourth year, we went, "Fuck no, Dad! You have four copies. Stop saying you love it." You don't need all of them. <laughs> oh, my God. I st- One of my favorite Christmas moments. Oh we're, all, we're all gathered around the tree, <laughs> opening gifts. And he goes, hey, Cecile, I got you a gift. This is special. Gives it to her. It's like in a plastic bag. We're like, what the fuck? It's a gun. <laughs> we're like, Dude, that was like two years ago. <laughs> we're and- like, what the fuck? And he's like... In case you need to protect yourself. It was a nice cut. It was a little Ruger, a little tiny, like, sm- small little Ruger. It was a little, Ruger. Kind of a little like... Ruger 380, but still, we were like, what the fuck? Didn't even <laughs> wrap it? I think he's, like, walking through DME and goes, I'll get her that. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo That aisle. <laughs> oh, the guns. Okay. <laughs> well. Trying to buy hay with that guy was also a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> You want to or talk burn about- ditch. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Dude, you want to... You wanna- oh, man. Oh my God. Dan, I'm very sorry you didn't talk very much tonight. Well, you know, I, what I would like to... I, I want to say something here, and I've been thinking about this and, and watching. This podcast, if you're still listening, is a labor of love. It's our life. This has been a special thing, and... Um, you guys don't write, you don't email, we can't even give you free stuff. So this is, this is, this is the right thing at the right time for us. Thank you yeah. for listening. Glad and to listen to the I hope stories. you enjoyed it as much as you could. The stories send, about my old man. Send Brent an email. Say, Hey bud, we love you. Thank you. Please do. Love that. our president. He's R. a good R. man. I'm okay. Time for the podcast is gmail.com. You know what it is. So, <laughs> thanks for joining us, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs>